0: Yeah, man. $16 a beer at the Warriors game. So, you know, get don't get too excited about those new stadiums being built in your areas, people, because the prices aren't going down. We have not started the podcast. Wow.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Clever Kids. This is a weekly podcast where three brothers take a look at a topic from popular culture that you may or may not care about. My name is Tyler. I'm your host. I'm joined by my co-host, Brian. Hey, how's it going, everybody? And Jeffrey. Hey,
2: uh, sorry for missing last week. Uh, and, and Tyler, you can edit this out, but you didn't tell him about the uh, the Hello Kitty concert, did you? <clears throat>
1: <laughs> did you listen to the podcast for the first time or did someone tell you that brian made I that joke
2: i, I listened wow to the podcast. It
1: must be the first episode that you've listened to i think that's i was wondering why it looked like we had one more viewer now we had three view- <laughs> listeners and not just two i don't know yeah. um yeah uh that's funny i forgot about that joke no we didn't say anything i'll cut all that out but <laughs>
2: uh, I, I said it, i said it intentionally so I, I don't know i figured you would not cut it out but anyway either way i'm good how's how are my brothers doing tyler you look like papa smurf with that beanie without the beard
1: and papa smurf wear a white beanie uh, don't the, all the smurfs wear white beanies
2: i thought they were red blue smurfs with red caps
1: is that right? I don't know. I thought they all wore white. Yeah, it's white overall. Oh, you know what? I might,
2: I might be thinking. I might be thinking of uh, the, the the Seven Dwarves.
1: Hmm. Oh, oh. You guys want maybe. to talk about that real quick? Did you oh, guys see yeah, the, the the Peter Dinklage backlash? Mm-hmm. It yep. looks like Papa Smurf wears a red one. I just googled it. Um. Did, Brian? Do you want to give a quick uh, recap of what I'm talking about?
0: Um. I. Yeah, I read a quick news release on it uh, when he first made comments but uh, basically I think they were saying that they were going to do a more diverse casting for Snow White and he was like but what's the point of that if you're not going to address like the you know really horrible representation of dwarves in that uh, in that movie like why don't we go the full way and and do right by the seven dwarves as well Uh, like if you're going to make any effort why not commit to completely overhauling the entire story, essentially. Uh, yeah, not what just I like f-
1: eight lo- or seven little gr- grumpy men that aren't very intelligent sleeping in a cave together. R- like, I was about to <laughs> ask, like,
0: I didn't fully understand what he meant by that. Does he, like, because I'm sure that he's arguing for c- the continued use of, you know, like... I, what's the proper politically yeah, the, the, the politically correct the, the, term for it's dwarfs, dwarfs. dwarf? It's I, I'm dwarfs. sure he's arguing for people like you know dwarves like him to like continue to get those roles.
1: Or maybe but it's little same, people. I don't know. I don't know. But, but I think he. I think they're. He's a, he, They they have, they have dwarfism. So sure. I think it's yeah, fair yeah, we'll to really call clear. it. And dwarfs. I want to be
0: respectful, but we'll just call it Peter Dinklage sized people. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's up. That feels inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> that feels more I'm sorry, inappropriate. Peter. I love your acting. Don't hate me. But anyway, I'm sure that Peter's not arguing to like make those full-size characters. Like I'm I'm sure he's arguing to like to keep those roles. Um I, I so I you, think, you know, people with people that No, have it's the representation of, of them, them as like them these called, weird like you know. yeah,
1: grumpy men that are like Singing songs and mining for gold and like a, and they sleep they all sleep in a hut together. And each one of dirty. them, you know what I mean? They're all just weird.
2: Each each one of them have like reductive personalities. or Each one of them has just a single trait and no depth at all. Right, which is like um, a
1: dog or something, right? E- exactly. Like, dogs
0: like experience one emotion at a time, type of thing. You know?
2: Yeah, not great. And, and I think there's also something to be said there. About the fact that they're choosing to diversify the one character in Disney history who is literally known by a nickname that is based off of the color of her skin.
1: Yeah. And like, like They chose the one she...
2: most porcelain white person who's literally called Snow White because her skin is Snow White and then decided to try and make her ethnic instead, which the is Latina. a strange choice.
1: Yeah. Well, hold very, on, because, because if decision, you look
0: but... at her character... She's got, um, you know, like dark hair, a couple of different features that kind of lend themselves to a more diverse character. I understand the her snow name white thing is comes Snow
1: from... White because her whi- her totally skin understood. is white as snow. That's literally like her whole thing. Totally, understood. we're not talking about just, Sleeping
0: Beauty. I guess that shit didn't bother me as much. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm totally I
2: don't care. Fine with them diversifying it, it's just an I don't give choice a shit. for them to pick that one to do the rest of them uh, Anglo-Saxon white females and then decided to pick the one snow white character and say
1: well they made the little mermaid as a black girl her name's Haley berry or something like that did you guys know it's not halle berry it's like hayley berry and it's like like so many people like googling like is halle berry uh, the little mermaid and halle berry had to like come out and be like no i'm not stop tweeting me i did not get cast as this uh, pretty dumb. Anyway, I'm all for them diversifying the princesses. Every single princess has been white my entire life. I don't, like, I don't, it shouldn't be that way. I completely agree. Um, it is interesting. I didn't even think about that, Jeff, but you're right. She, like, her main identifiable feature is that her skin is white. white. But it doesn't have to be. Yeah, I agree. Who change, cares?
2: It, change the name of the character and have it, uh, I don't know, someone else. <laughs> Snow the
1: princess. Mexican. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um <laughs> mexican snow is is a different different
1: thing yeah that's uh, <laughs> okay sorry anyway peter dinklage is just mad what well, no he's not just mad he's rightfully annoyed that there hasn't been any like disney hasn't come out and been like we're addressing that like the, the you know the reductive portrayal of dwarves in this movie um and i think that it's fair for him to call them out for that like right. you know he he's done disney, a lot he doesn't ahead.
2: want disney to be applauded for doing the bare minimum is what i would say
1: um, right yeah and i think he's done a lot for pushing representation in a positive direction for people of diminutive, you know of a diminutive stature or whatever you want to call them like people of his size or you know who who deal with his dwarfism, you know dwarfism similar to him i think that he's been you know like for him to have come out on Game of Thrones and been, like, the best character in the series, you know, or one of, and, like, definitely one of the best acting performances in the series, Um, he really has kind of, like, I don't know, he's made, he's paved a path that previously hadn't been paved by, or, you know, had been paved by other people, but I'm losing it, but... (laughs) He's just pushed the representation out of such a positive direction that he's right. Disney should be... I agree. You know, I addressing that—that's a not a reductive way of uh, portraying I, people. So. Yep,
2: Peter Dinklage, you have our full support. But let's go ahead and jump on to the main topic here. Uh, <laughs> I'll—I guess I'll lead it because this is my idea to tell this topic. So, yeah. Uh, when we first started coming up with ideas for this podcast, I pitched this idea a couple times throughout the couple early weeks, and and slowly they went by the wayside. But we're finally addressing the topic, the burning question of. What is the best fictional game ever? I don't know if we're going to come to a definitive answer, but essentially we're each going to talk about different fictional games that we have enjoyed within the context of uh, stories. So video games that we've played where there are fictional contests, or books that we've read where there's a uh, sport involved, or films where we've seen you know characters involved in some kind of fantastical competition. Um, so yeah, so we're going to talk about film, books, and video games. They're all on the table. Uh, and I think Brian will probably be able to tell you what the number one fictional game is as far as, you know, uh, pop culture is concerned. Brian, do you, can you read my mind? Can you tell me which one I'm thinking of?
0: The number one game?
2: Yep.
1: Yeah, um,
0: Hunger Games. Uh yeah, number one game has gotta be uh Rollerball with Chris
1: Klein, that movie from two thousand two. Yo. <laughs> like, I was waiting to I wanted this to come up so badly. You <laughs> <laughs> should just name
2: Chris Klein over Keanu Reeves? Uh,
1: yeah, Keanu Reeves is in that movie. <laughs> Keanu Reeves is in that movie. <laughs> Who the fuck is Chris wait, is Keanu that is right? the main character. It's Chris wait, Klein. The wait, wait, wait. I think American it's Chris Fly. Klein. Yeah, it's Chris Klein. Keanu Reeves is not in that movie. You want to know how I know?
0: Because I Googled Keanu Reeves IMDb to try to find that movie, and it wasn't there. (laughs) And I was like, oh, wait, it was the guy from American Pie. And then I went and found him through that, and I was like, Chris Klein, there you go. So I know he's not in it. Don't have to bother looking it up.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. We're talking about this first. We're starting here. (laughs) Do you guys remember watching this movie when it came
0: out? I made it a goal to not say the key word first. (laughs) So I'm not doing it.
1: (laughs) Um, this is a movie that uh, I think was directed by John Reno. Um, it's actually a remake of, uh, of a movie from like, the, I, I can't even think of like the 70s, I think. Um, let me Google this. Uh, but I know that uh, it was like James Caan was in it and it's kind of like a cult classic sci-fi movie and then they remade it after the matrix came out in like 2002 or 2003 and like everybody's wearing leather That's and ridiculous. there's does that can someone explain to me in a succinct way like what the rules of that game are
0: uh, no. uh it's just like it well, it's just like a uh, rollerball now where they um they have to go around and dunk the ball through rings or whatever but they've added there's like, a
1: rollerball now
0: there's like w- like women's rollerball, yeah. Like in there's like roller derby, roller derby, roller derby, whatever. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Similar. There's a, similar.
1: Op, there's an objective to roller derby. I thought it was, <laughs> it was thought, just women skating in a circle punching each other. I thought it was like
2: speed skating, but with a team element.
0: I going to be honest with you. I don't know, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we're not off to a great start here, people. But anyway, this rollerball movie—it's about getting the ball through the hoop,
2: but three members
0: of each team or something like that can be on a motorcycle and so it adds a motorcycle to that little arena and it's very vicious in the way they attack you and the ball gets like shot at you like at different points it's this crazy.
1: movie it's is insane crazy.
0: but anyway <laughs> the only uh, thing i remember about
1: it is just john no done
0: endorse it as uh, a nomination for best fictional top sport.
1: five Top five movie of all time. You know, Tyler, and you really got to sure. put
0: yourself in the, the angle of what would I actually pay to go watch uh, a game of? And I, I think
1: I would pay to go see this. I think I would. So. Okay. So uh, isn't Rebecca Romaine in this movie? Yeah.
2: Each yeah. team. I, I just looked up. I just Googled rules of rollerball. I'm just going to go over this really quick. Two teams over three 20-minute periods for an hour of total gameplay. Each team has a total of a dozen players on play at a time. Uh, Nine skaters and three bikers and the skaters hang on to the motorbikes under the side in order to gain momentum. That's yeah. Absurd.
1: That's the rules of the game. I don't understand.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So, so Tyler, can you guess what the, what can you read my mind? Can you tell me what the game that I was trying to lead Brian towards? Can you tell me what the, the best game is?
1: So are we just doing, are we doing games or are we doing sports?
2: Sports, games, either one. I mean, it depends on your definition. I guess you should submit it, and I will tell you. Whether number
1: one. Myself. Can you give me the first letter? Uh, Starts with the Q. Okay. Uh, Jumanji is my guess. <laughs> I'm thinking that it's got to be the number one, right? Like, that's got to be the game that everybody's looking for at all times. So let's talk about Jumanji real quick. Is this is a game in which a board game can transport the jungle either transport the jungle to you or you to the jungle it does it's not really clear on how that science works or the magic works of it but one of those two things is definitely happening anytime someone plays this game um, how do we feel about jumanji is it uh, how where, where does it rate against rollerball is it high on the list would you want to play it is yeah, that how we no. should be judging these games
0: Hell no. Although I would pay to go see it if I was in a, it's like a safe place. I would say, I would say.
2: You would go to watch
1: other people deal with it. Exactly. So
2: I I will say this is the caveat of how we want to rate this because like, I am not a professional football player, but I can still say something along the lines of like football is better than baseball. I'm not saying that's true, but I'm saying a, a fan can say that without having played either sport. So this is from a spectator standpoint, greatest spectacle. Um, and I think that Jumanji is a very much more of a played game and therefore is not as much fun. Um, I also think that Jumanji is fucking terrifying and nobody ever has fun playing this.
0: Correct. This we're talking about like the, genuinely the Robin <laughs> Williams board game. The best game. And I don't think this one's the best. I think this one's just crazy as hell. And this
2: one is wild. As a um,
0: spectator, I would probably avoid an invite to that game unless you can guarantee my safety somehow.
1: Um, I think yeah. How would we? I want to think of how you would spectate on people playing Jumanji. <laughs> you're just like in this stadium, and these people are like, "Oh no, it's a rhino stampede!" And they're just like having to avoid the rhinos while taking their next turn, so that it stops. Is that the idea? I don't know. I think I'd feel safe enough
0: in like a like a bulletproof like box or something. Think
1: the Pope Mobile. You'd watch it from the Pope Mobile. <laughs>
0: yeah, if you can give me the Pope Mobile, I don't know what you're talking about, but yeah.
1: You've never seen the Pope Mobile? He has like this modified like car that has like three inch thick plexiglass that's like can stop like so a grenade can snipe. go off yeah. on top of it and it wouldn't damage it really at all wow. or whatever. Yeah. It's so just it's, give it's me absolutely that, incredible.
0: If you give me that, I'll watch this. And that might be my answer for a few of these. But uh, yeah. So other than that, I don't think it's a good contender for best game.
2: Sure. Sure. Okay. So Iron uh, gets to guess for the next one so well, well no, I, I'm, I'm going to submit my own but so the game that I was going to say is objectively held as the best fictional game while this is not my personal submission I, I wanted this conversation to start with Quidditch and I God was going it. to say that that with Quidditch one of the biggest benefits of saying that it is the most popular or the, or the, the obvious choice is because it is one of the few games that has actually existed in <laughs> our world where people go out and actually try and recreate the concept in the world and the games and the rules of Fini- Quidditch blah um today um so but my suggestion is not Quidditch. My suggestion as far as the best fictional sport. Wait, we're just
1: not going to talk about Quidditch? Yeah, can we just? I do, wish sure, you just had it. just stuck sure. with the joking that we were doing and we just didn't talk about Quidditch if you we are going to do this. You don't get to bring up Quidditch and then not talk about it. We have to talk about it.
2: Okay, let's talk about it. But I get a submission after this because I didn't no, want to submit. That That's was, too, that was your no. submission.
1: You
0: can have my next one. I don't give a shit. No, the new joke is that we're just going to avoid Jeff's submission. <laughs> so Quidditch uh, is, is so fun in my opinion, is such a cool concept that I was like genuinely pissed and still am that movie number four just skips right to the end result where they're all partying. Like, <laughs> yeah, they
1: didn't show it.
0: I yeah, know. Like, so let's talk
1: about the rules yeah. of squ- of Quidditch real quick, Brian break, break down the basic rules of Quidditch. Okay. So the, we'll go
0: uh, by the balls because that'll help. With a score, yeah, so, grab it
1: by the balls and let's go. Yep,
0: yeah, let's focus on the balls here. So, um, the quaffle is like picture it like a basketball, Eat, the teams are kind of like wrestling back and forth with it to try to get it through hoops on the opposite side, or like the team's opposing side. Um, and you get 10 points for every time that you get the quaffle through the other team's hoops. Uh, they have chasers that are like basically like the point guards and you know, guys like pressing the attack. Uh, trying to get the ball back when they don't have it, things like that. They also have a keeper who's protecting the hoops at all times. Uh, Then there's uh, also balls called, uh, what are they, Uh, bludgers, Mm -hmm. where they're like these crazy rogue psycho balls that are just trying to knock people off their brooms. I guess worth saying this is played hundreds of feet in the air on broomsticks. Um, And these bludgers are going around just headhunting dudes, and each team has two beaters who are... uh, You know, team uh, members that have like little bats and they're just whacking the bludgers and then pursuing them and whacking them and they're trying to like knock them in the direction of opposing team members to like knock them off their brooms or jostle them enough to drop the ball. Um, And then you also have the seeker. Uh, There's another ball, it's called the uh, snitch. snitch. The snitch. It's a little golden ball with wings and it flies around and it's very difficult to see. And one player from each team is the uh, the seeker who spends the entire game trying to stay out of the rest of the action, and search for the snitch. Um, if you catch it's, a snitch, it's worth 150 points, which doesn't necessarily guarantee you the win. If your team is losing by more than 150,
1: almost does. Which is the part that makes that game. That make it makes you realize that J.K. Rowling's not a fan of sports because when you put in a a like a goal like that, it almost makes the rest of the game unnecessary. Well, like,
0: in the, in the final that we get to experience the, you know what, to be honest with you, it didn't make a whole lot of sense. Now that we're talking about it from a sports strategy point, because uh, Bulgaria, Bulgari Bulgaria was losing by like a hundred and some 170 or something. And the Bulgarian seeker, Victor Crumb caught the snitch and just to end the game. And it's explained as, He knew they weren't going to come back, so he just wanted to end it on his own terms. But if he had – all
1: they had to do was score 30 points. I'm like, hold on a second.
0: There's no way that I would be happy with my teammate who ended the game when the the, the snitches caught, the game ends, by the way. I don't think that was said. But there's no way I'd be happy with my teammate just catching the snitch and ending the game when we're losing. That's ridiculous. Like, no, you need to keep the other guy off of it and let the game continue until we can play catch-up. I don't care if it takes a week. You know, like, it's ridiculous to think that he ended it and that his team was like, thank you for ending that slaughter.
1: No. But I think that she only put that into the books because people were probably already making fun of the fact that, like, all you have to do is catch the golden snitch. Like, because what's the point – (sighs) like. How, like how, about... how good did Ireland have to be to be that far ahead of Bulgaria? Right. Like how did Bulgaria make it into the finals if they're going to get wrecked by 170 points? You know what and, I mean? And That's crazy. Whatever
2: they, it
0: is, I don't know if it was 170. But, further than that, though, but they like...
1: beat they beat Bulgaria when Bulgaria got a 150 point point, uh, you know, goal. Basically,
0: it feels That's to me like a 20 or so 30 high. point lead in in basketball. In basketball, which people do come back from, it's a, like
2: it's a 17 score lead. It's, it's right insane.
0: Well, a 20 point lead in basketball is like 10. Okay, so maybe it's a 30 point lead or you know whatever. Like my point is, is like those leads do they, they people do come back from them? Tom Brady came back from a 28 to three deficit in the Super Bowl. Like those, the, it looked yeah, pretty dire at wild. that point. You know. So
2: I will say one thing I dislike about the entire concept of Quidditch is that the Seekers are. Really overglorified. Like Victor Crumb is like a favorite and all he does is like five minutes of work in the, <laughs> at the end oh, of the game.
1: Harry being a seeker in his freshman year is like yeah. everybody's like, What be some strategy Bro. to them
0: like bringing the seeker into the game action to give him like an extra advantage, but you're sacrificing time that you could be searching for the snitch. So like that right. might have been fun if they'd brought that into, into play. I mean, but, but like just what is there? the
1: seeker doing? They're sitting up on top they of stay way out A way broom just... up way up high and just like watch everything. Also, Harry has terrible vision. He can't see without his glasses on. <laughs> yeah, they Why would the you put that glasses? man in charge of looking for a tiny golden
2: ball <laughs> Okay. Around. Okay. That's ridiculous. So, no, shut so, up, John. So We're we agree that, that Quidditch, Quidditch. Be quiet. So Quidditch is, is not our personal favorite. I'm going to move on to a topic that we are more familiar will, with. Well, hold on,
0: because I will say this. I would pay tickets to go see that shit. Yeah, I, I would go see that take shit. A fucking yeah. To so Yeah, the, the bad. funny thing is, you couldn't guarantee <laughs> the safety of the crowd in that one either. Bludgers are going to the crowd. Like,
1: no, they should make that EA Quidditch game. They should like redo that. Oh yeah, oh, I really yeah. liked I that into, game when it I looked came into out.
0: getting one. Just like to see if they had it for like PS4. Like that game was super fun. Super I liked fun it. Game. We
1: played it a lot when it came out. So they could totally yeah, EA, like
0: revamp that and make it fun. If the
1: head of EA Studios is uh, listening, first of all, you fuck up a lot of things, but. Please make Skate Four really good, and uh, make that Quidditch game again, like you did. Actually, I think it was Two K Studios. So EA had get the fuck out of here. Just make make Skate good, and then just stop talking. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Jeff. What's your what's so your submission? My is best submission.
2: Game? My submission for best game is Pokemon.
1: Wait. <laughs> dog fighting for children
2: <laughs> With That's the that's the game creatures. you like? You tell me that there's not a spectacle there? You're telling me watching these giant yeah, fucking monsters Yeah, there's a spectacle fight. to
1: watching two pit bulls tear each other apart. I don't know if it's a spectacle I want to partake in.
2: <laughs> this is a socially acceptable fighting in this world okay i
1: don't know about that it's kind of upsetting when you really consider it and once again
0: how do you guarantee your own safety you got pikachus just blasting lightning bolts at the guy that's standing right in front of you like i know they don't really cover the topic very well in the show but at the same time in the real world what happens when that bolt misses and you're standing right there like that sounds like a horrible place to be you got a bunch of like living nuclear bombs fighting each other and you're standing right there going Hit
1: him with the lightning bolt,
0: Pikachu. No, like, you're, you're about, not
1: standing there yeah, doing that. I'm talking about A, you're groups watching. of rogue children are okay. just parading <laughs> the hillsides, <laughs> yeah, yeah, forcing their pets, planes, <laughs> yeah,
0: and you're sitting there nearby with popcorn, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. We, uh, gangs of, gangs of uh, gardeners and boy scouts, and we'll just, I don't we'll even it, know what for the school sake of the conversation, For the sake of the conversation, children.
0: we'll keep it contained to their like arenas because they do have like right. battle. That's tournaments what i they so have, you'll have, have a you have a nice comfy seat. Is there anything that secures the safety of the fans? And is it, do we really want to go down this route for every one of these?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In I'm short, yes. Because <laughs> uh, I'm
0: picturing the goblet of fire. Uh, fucking triwizard tournament yeah oh and, that was
1: definitely going to come up and, and the <laughs> dragon
0: sure. just like smashing into the audience <laughs> Nobody.
1: it's just destroying the school oh just my God. like literally like, breaking towers of hogwarts like super that,
0: high risk and nobody's doing anything about it a dragon is literally pursuing harry potter around campus like <laughs> what
1: if you're like me someone who doesn't really give a shit about sports and you're like i'm not going to go to that weird wizard thing and watch a bunch of you know preps fight dragons and you're just like in your room reading a book or something, and then a dragon just fucking flies through your tower and takes it out. Are you kidding me? That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Anyway, we're pivoting because we're talking about Pokemon.
0: Yeah, we do need to diagnose what the viewer experience would be like in choosing the best game to go to because I really feel like that would detract some from the realistic experience, right?
2: Well, I don't Uh, know. I mean, we don't see it at any point, I think, where trained Pokemon actually go wild enough to hit anyone in the I mean, crowd. should
1: we be talking... Like, can I br- really, like, in actuality, get you guys to talk about like, the experience of the Pokemon here? Because these are animals that you encounter in nature, and they will fight you to avoid being f- enslaved in these little balls and forced to fight their friends. Like, the... Like, this, yeah. it's a pretty inhumane. Concept, they straight up are really.
0: not giving you consent. They're not like saying, "Please yeah. throw pokeballs at me and let me be yours." Like they don't oh, I want. want to they're go not in.
1: following you around asking you for food. They, they don't, don't want, trying want to hang go out. Into
0: the ball. They want to stay wild. And these people are literally throwing a container at them that traps them in there,
1: in this yeah. little space. And then being like, all right, we're so, going to give you four attacks. You're only going to know these four, but you're going to be really good at them. And then you're going to use them against other members of your species. can't learn to fit, not, though. Not nope. humans, though. Don't no, do it no against humans. That's
0: too much. I'm only 10 years old. I can't keep track no, of them. Are you
1: kidding me? I can't count to five yet.
0: Yeah, the, yeah. the, the concept of Pokemon is kind of jacked up.
1: Now, if Pokemon was real, though, I would hella go. <laughs> 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 that's wild that shit's it sounds crazy like if you if, you if could, it could was guarantee my safety and socially acceptable in the way that it's socially acceptable there i'd be like yeah let's go i'm down i'd, I'd definitely go and catch some of these crazy like if i could train my dog to shoot lightning out of its butt or whatever they do <laughs> so isn't so that why she controls you. it with her tail pikachu and i want to get or this he, i want her. to
0: get this quoted here what i'm hearing from you is if dog fighting was socially acceptable you would go to dog fights
2: let's let's be clear Me and though, michael vick would
1: be best friends if that was <laughs> okay <laughs> okay we let's be clear here because it it's not please. i also they, said i'd eat human a couple weeks back so we're talking
2: <laughs> about a world in which no Pokemon has ever died from fighting. They just fall unconscious. Hold on. Cubone's and, mother. Okay. That died of natural causes. And- we don't know that. <laughs> she had cancer.
1: <laughs> you just making tragic. up a backstory now? There was, there was a funeral. <laughs> uh, she had cancer. There was a weird cremation funeral. Cubone kept the skull and decided it was a part of its hat. Crazy. I like that, that. meteorite. What's crazy about Cubone is that there's more than one of them. They Anyone ever consider that? Died. Every single. Yeah, someone's committing cubone matricide and just. <laughs> just and giving an the cubones bones. Yeah, they've created an entire species of babies yeah, scarred it's not just by. one it. animal that has a Q situation. Let's also be clear. There's ghost Pokemon. Things. Okay, so
2: they live on. Okay, Every female yeah. Cubone
0: knows what its destiny is way in
2: advance. your child that's will so wear That's so upsetting. Skull. <laughs> and then become a ghost Pokemon. It's, a, it's, like, it's like an evolution, all right? It's, it's like the fourth evolution. Anyway. It uh, is a big uh, Just
0: anyway. On top
2: of that, they have, they have such advanced medicine that you literally just give them to a doctor for like 15 seconds and your Pokemon's back to full health. So, yeah, letting them fight is really not that big of a detriment. Now, watching giant fucking turtles with a cannon on its back blast a dragon. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking be there every fucking day.
1: Why are some of the animals, why do they seem to be like genetically or cybernetically modified? Like, how does Blastoise go from being just like a turtle? that that's is bipedal and stands on its tail or like you know to get two tail cannons tail on its back to be yeah to growing fucking <laughs> water cannons what is going on there what is that evolutionary price process i don't understand sorry we're getting pretty far away from we should just do a whole episode where i, I pick show me <laughs> pictures of pokemon and i ask questions about that. <laughs> okay
2: um all right Brian, it's back to you all
0: right um I'm going to take yours just to piss you off. Uh, pro-bending from Avatar.
2: Oh, I didn't even have that on here. What oh, a great suggestion.
0: Oh,
1: oh, oh. Plus I one to did, Brian. That was the only thing about the the sec the sequel series, The Legend of Korra, that I actually sick. liked. Yeah, was I was sick. like, this is a cool concept, like this idea. Because yeah. they did do pro-bending in the Earth Kingdom in the in the first series oh Um, you got toffs that's where you meet toff is she's like doing earth wrestling earth Earth wrestling yeah and she's that that shit's sick in the first series and then in the second series when they take it into like an actual sport and i think that the sport was really well thought out like it had a cool concept um it was sort of like a dodgeball mixed martial arts situation i thought i liked it a lot. yeah, I think that this one's really cool. And Spectacle's really good. And you are like the way that the platform is set up, like it is safe for the uh, like for bystanders. Or like you I'm know not, not so bystanders, sure. but uh I mean they they, they launched
2: giant they they launch giant earth discs and people just dodge them.
1: Yeah, but they're down below. Remember, they're on a platform below, so the the the, stadium, the stands are up above slightly, so that like the rocks are flying and hitting walls mm-hmm. behind them, and you're above watching from you know you're watching from above.
2: Right. Plus they they had the police presence a lot of, a lot of times that were there, so I'm sure they had like people who were able to block.
1: <laughs> well, that's they, like, a the different whole police forces. Right. Police that's force because of the police state. Yeah. That's right, because but of they're the all police.
2: earthbenders, so I mean they'd be able to stop it too. I don't know.
1: That's something I I I think of.
2: But yeah, Pro Bending is awesome. It's a great suggestion. I, I love that concept too. It was really well done. Um, props to the whole Avatar team. Uh, there's a lot to love in all seven seasons.
0: Yeah, I, that one's going to have to be my like way up there for me as far as like best. If we're really trying to address best fictional sport, that shit would be tight.
1: That would be really cool to see. Also, just one of the cool – like we didn't talk about that one for some reason when we talked about um, – best fictional universes to live in which i don't know if we ever even released that episode that might have been a practice episode we might have to readdress that but that's a that going to like the like going into the avatar world would be pretty cool like no matter which which like tribe you end up with water earth fire air like they're all pretty individual but they're all pretty cool but our
0: scenario in that episode was you're a normal person Right. You are not well, one of the people with the powers. Don't
1: spoil and, it and for you all live, the listeners, because we're definitely gonna and, have to redo this. Episode. That would be the premise that we laid down at so, the beginning of the episode. That's we
2: we also said that you live within the time periods of the episode, so you're either right before the Fire Nation attacks, or you're living under <laughs> Fire Nation rule. Yeah, <laughs> Pressed by the Fire Nation, did
0: And you have no powers, so like, there's not much to enjoy there. You're just living in basically rural China. <laughs>
1: so, but yeah, you're great just suggestion. a cabbage I, farmer getting fuck it all of your crops destroyed on a daily basis and there's nothing you can do when they come through by some your ass on fire <laughs> some kid who just came out of chemotherapy uh, so, <laughs> he's got a just, tattoo obsession at eight years old. I will. some fucking I, soundcloud I, rapper with cancer <laughs> yeah um
2: i'll say i will say what a great suggestion I, I don't have a lot of drawbacks on that one i think we all universally like that concept tyler what do you got
1: uh, you hunger games Children Hunger Games fighting, would be sick. But you're yeah, but they're not my children, and I play. just get to watch. <laughs> <laughs> you're
0: So you choose a game where kids murder each other.
1: Oppressed yeah, but children
0: I, murder each other.
1: Yeah, it sounds sick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I think I'm going to have all the best suggestions here. I think like Quidditch was a gimme. Like I'm not even touching Are that. Are you kidding me? Wait, we've got to suggest address Quidditch.
1: Hunger Games. You did not why suggest is it the Quidditch? best? Sorry. Yeah, we, why is Hunger Games the
0: best? I haven't heard it.
1: Because we somehow have developed hologram technology where we could create corporeal beings and we use them to to create dogs with people's faces that attack children. That's why it would be the best. That's crazy shit. You wouldn't watch that. Also, no. extremely safe no. for spectators. You're just at home watching it on your TV. The kids are over there killing each other, I mean, crying. Fake. From a spectator love, standpoint,
2: you're if you're in the mindset of the people, not only that, you can influence the end of the game. Like people would straight up just be like, "Yo, I need a spear," and you'd be like, "I'm gonna buy this bitch a spear." Yeah. Here's oh. a rifle.
1: <laughs> Accio gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, exactly. that's that's a terrible choice. I no that's terrible we're, we we're literally we, trying we're
1: to a list. i thought we were just talking about fictional games are we, we really, can't just talk about it like, makes it funnier the, the to talk categories. about
0: the added component of you being a, a spectator so <laughs> and let's address just for a second like okay in that society it's totally okay to watch children
1: murder each other for for your enjoyment. yeah how is that worse than pokemon training it is it's the same anyway, thing except it's humans what makes it worse honestly is i'd rather watch humans die than watch animals who can only say their own names punch each other I don't know it's upsetting (laughs) hey but if Frodo could
2: say his own name you would love him more
1: yeah but I wouldn't let him fight other dogs (laughs) actually you would if it got
2: you a lot of
0: you would if you had (laughs) cannon strapped to his back get on it
2: (laughs) (laughs) all right Brian you're saying the victor's what I was saying well the added complication in Hunger
0: Games is the victor's going to lead a revolution against your city so (laughs) maybe it's not such a
1: good idea yeah, yeah. I, might, I, I mean, not try to be in like sector three where it's like it's kind of bad, but it's not as bad. Just you know right in the mean? middle, we're good. Like, yeah, wait, you're going to choose. definitely co- not coming for us. We're not in charge. I'm sorry. We're we're in sector three. You know what I mean? We're in the fishing okay. sector. Finnick O'Dare is my Jesus. my boy my boyfriend. What? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't nothing know wrong why. With that. Okay, There's nothing wrong with that. He's a good-looking guy. You should be proud. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. i stand right. by
1: it. I stand by it. All right. I've
2: given Tyler I've given Tyler two chances. I'm going to steal one of Tyler's and I'm going to say talk about spectator value. I'm going to go with Tron. Tron? Oh, one
1: of mine. I don't even like that movie. Oh, I like that really?
2: movie. Really?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: I I, mean, we've fine. definitely talked about the concept of how awesome Tron's at least Tron Legacy stepped it up and had such a fun concept of how to play i mean it's it's not I mean, it's just a weird, one game
1: uh, a very aggressive form of frisbee <laughs> right well there's also there's that and then there's also the motorcycles too i'm really into the light cycles which is an aggressive version of snake if you think yeah. about it um, it's competitive snake yeah, yeah it's competitive snake <laughs> pvp snake <laughs> 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 it's exactly what it is. Tron, literally, 3, is. competitive snake. Uh, <laughs> That's exactly
0: what it is. And but it, it is beautiful to watch. Like oh, do they, they it. die it if amazing. they lose, right?
1: Yeah, they die. Yeah, well, they're computer programs. They get the blown programs. into like bits, like little yeah. pixels. They, they get sent to the recycling bin. That's so they get <laughs> they get pixelized. <laughs> um, totally fun by me. Yeah, I uh, Tron's cool. T- Tron, I think. Tron Legacy is that what the second one was called?
2: Yeah, yep.
1: Is has such a strong premise and like looks so good. I wonder if there's a director's cut out there that makes more sense. Because <laughs> you have to watch that movie like four or five times before you really get like what's going on. Um, but yeah, those that like it looks amazing. The the ice uh, the uh, the light bikes, the light cycles, and the the weird ultimate death frisbee or whatever it's cool Super it looks cool. really cool although the frisbee game looks like that would be way harder than the motorcycle game
2: yep geometry know. required yep absolutely
1: it's like a really it's like a high stakes air hockey so what kind of <laughs> um anyway yeah that i mean that's spectator value though of that one it's pretty cool it looks really good and like there's the colors you know what I mean there's all the different colors going on the orange and the blue and whatnot and like sure. they leave like the really cool trails when they throw the discs or the bikes they leave like the really cool trails spectator value there is really high except for you have to be a computer program so, and, so pretty pretty low and you're totally huh? safe yeah I guess um, until cute clue wants to take you down or is it cute you say
0: cute clue <laughs> right after you messed up and said that Finnick O'Dare is your boyfriend
1: what you just is said his. You just said name
2: Clue. His name is Clue. C L U.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, you so, said he was cute Clue. Uh, no, oh, no, I said Q, like Q and on Q. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, oh shit, Jeff Bridges is Q confirmed. Did we just break the case on this episode? Oh, Call that guy shit. from that documentary. Oh fuck. Um, oh, no, I think oh. that. <laughs> <what> if, <laughs> what if i mean clue is like a like a psychopathic despot who's just like picking random programs and being like all right you fight now yeah so i don't know spectator value value is dropping pretty quick on that one um (laughs) it is definitely a tyrannical yeah it's not great it's not a great world (laughs) to live in um all right is it my turn no, Brian. It you're is up.
0: Brian's turn. My turn. Cool. I'm gonna lock in uh, the robot boxing from Real Steel. Real Steel. Yep. That one's sick. And uh, you know yeah. what? The emotions in those robots were fabricated for the movie. I don't want to hear that shit. I just want to watch robots kick each other's asses, <laughs> and that was awesome. High,
1: high stakes, rock'em sock'em robots. Uh, I'm <laughs> yeah. into it. Yeah, yeah. I'm into S- it. Super into Especially it. Especially if I, you have, you have like. Uh, Hugh Jackman in one corner manually piloting his, and then you get like you know Rocky Balboa in the other corner manually ra- <laughs> yeah. uh rope remote, yeah, controlling his
0: 20 years from now. Them being like, We've got Mike Tyson coming back to the ring to face Evander Holyfield strapped to robots in
1: their t- <laughs> 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 old men in, like in mech suits, <laughs> old yeah, man in
0: wheelchairs controlling mech suits. <laughs> I mean on top uh,
1: of that one I'm also thinking of uh the the one f- the monster fighting one from uh from Love Death and Robots, Love, Death, and Robots. where you yeah. like plug a monster into your brain and then you control that and that's how you fight. That was pretty sick. That's right yeah, up But then there you find out Rose your opponent's building.
2: cheating cuz she actually is the monster.
1: Yeah, she's the monster and she's actually piloting the human. Yeah, that's yep. that's wild. Um so yeah. But anyway
2: I, I think that one sounds like or looks
0: super sick. There's zero risk to the to the surrounding audience. You're just watching robots beat the I shit. I don't know, out man. Have
1: you not seen Terminator or The Matrix? The risk of being in a room with a big, like eight foot tall boxing robot if it when the singularity happens, I mean pretty significant risk. Just I,
2: I will say the one thing I thought was interesting was that the least interesting setting of all of the, the fights that you see the characters go through is the final one. Like, in one of them, they're fighting in, like, an abandoned zoo or, like, in all these, like, wild different... And the final one, they're in an actual boxing ring. Not, like, an improved boxing ring, but, like, an actual boxing ring that, like, literally can't hold the weight of the robots that they're using.
1: I do now, not think remember they been... that movie very much at all. I... You think people say been... it's good. But...
2: <laughs> I enjoyed it. So, so, the last time I watched it, I've seen it twice now. The second time I, threw, I watched it, I watched it with my, uh, our father, uh, who's a very uh, emotional person. And so, I picked a <laughs> movie that, that I did not think would make him cry. And sure enough, he was. And you were wrong. This is still real crying. still we're talking about. Yeah, this is still yeah. real still It made him cry. At the end. I was like, so they definitely
0: played up the emotions in these robots, which is ridiculous to me. Just let robots beat the shit out of each other. Right, so Messing with me.
2: If, if you also cried, it's okay to say so.
0: Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember that movie very much, but watching robots punch themse- punch each other in the face, I mean, I do pay to see that every time a Transformer movie comes out. So <laughs> yep. so it's not really that big of a difference. And I like watching boxing and ultimate fighting and stuff like that. So I would say that uh, that one's right up my alley. Um, so yeah, that's a that's a good one. Um, all right, do I have another one? Um pass Jeff okay. you got more you got a list don't you
2: I do have a list let's talk about pod racing
1: oh yeah well spectator value is okay but it's one of you those things you don't get to see where, a like, lot of it yeah it's formula one is the same way or like NASCAR where like most of what you're watching is like you go to see it live and then you watch it on a big screen because the the like NASCAR track is so big that you can't see them when they're on the other side. So you right. don't know what the fuck they're doing. Or like Formula One, like you're you're in a stands over in like one section and you get to see the cars go by at 100 miles an hour once every two hours, <laughs> you know, because their course is the size of a city. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. It's Watching car racing is tough. I think pod racing is a really cool sport, but it's not, it's not a lot of different from like Formula One. Um, I, I will say
2: the difference between Formula One is Formula One they like precisely track where you can go on the course, or as what we see in pod racing, it's just start and finish line. Like we see Anakin straight up go off course, go well, off a fat jump. He doesn't really and- go
1: off course. He gets bumped into like a like a like a safety <laughs> ledge or whatever, and he doesn't. He goes up. He doesn't go off like off to the side. He Doesn't make a shortcut or anything like that, right? They he still had to stay within the boundaries, but. Yeah, it is a bit lawless. I mean, you just have, like, Tuscan Raiders, like, shooting at you <laughs> in the middle of the race and shit. Sebulba is just running around, breaking pieces off of your, your, your turbines or whatever. Um,
2: does Sebulba jump out of his car at some point?
1: No, um, but he does throw, like, parts out of his car and hope to get them into other people's uh, engines. Yeah. Um, and then he goes something something slimo um i can't remember what the line is but yeah um pod racing is sick but like it would be way cooler if you're just like watching it on tv and at that point like i don't watch formula one so (laughs) i doubt i'd watch it um there is another sport that's in star wars it's only for a second um which is like it's robot football do you guys remember this it's in Attack of the Clones yeah, when Obi Wan in, in the bar. Yeah, tra- chases the 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 girl into or the, the bounty hunter into the bar. And uh yeah, and then he there's just like robot football going on in the background and they're like on wheels. I don't know. Very strange. I
2: thought, I thought you were gonna talk about the horse racing thing from episode
1: oh. B. No, No. <laughs> I was not. <laughs> and I'm not going to now either. because um, that's just horse racing, so who cares? Um cool uh brian did you have any more or should we let Um, jeff kind of run through his list
0: i i do have more um two more uh first one's good segue from that robot football one it's football from
1: starship troopers have you guys seen that movie (laughs) not in a long time you'll have to remind me i do remember thinking it was ridiculous at the time
2: isn't it just football but they're like the most athletic people ever
0: yeah, I was gonna ask if it's it was the suits or the helmets or what the fuck it was because the dudes like doing flips over people and the, that's right. They're like hitting each other way up into the air and stuff. I just was like, man, it just seems like like heightened ability football. Like, you know, if yeah, Captain it's like America the evolution played, of football. Yeah, if each team just had a bunch of Captain Americas on them, like what we'd. see. I think that's
1: know? the idea. Um, That I mean, you like football? Would you watch it if it was way weirder and more acrobatic? <laughs> Yeah, probably. I'd probably go see it if put, if the commissioner of football was actually Paul Verhoeven. Would you? Would you still watch it? I don't know who the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> the director of uh, Oh Starship Troopers.
0: Oh, hey, as long as Neil Patrick Harris could read my mind.
1: Had Denise Richards took showers with you?
0: I was trying to avoid saying that, but yes. <laughs> Heck, that's my real, um, That's my real motivation, and I would yeah. I would play hard. I'd play real hard, <laughs> try to impress her.
2: So so. Back on the theme of uh, people competing in death sports, what about Running Man? Arnold Schwarzenegger's Running Man.
1: Hell yeah, I'd watch that shit. It's just a guy in a series of, like, running through a city, sh- a series of, yep. like, a, through an abandoned city and then being attacked by professional yep. fighters.
2: <laughs> yep, so, so Brian is like basically.
1: It's if you, if it's we a, put you in prison and we're like, all right, if you want to get out of prison, you make it from South East Portland to Northwest Portland. And along the way, we have George St. Pierre, Connor McGregor. We Death got, Race. yeah, no, we're, we're talking, talking about, about, it's called, oh, uh, Death
2: Race. That's going to come. called up. Running Man. Running Auto Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, we got George St. Pierre, we got Connor McGregor, we got Kimbo Slice, and then we got just a random dude with a chainsaw. And they're all going to just ambush, just, you, at uh, ambush you at some point. And you have to fight them to the death. And then if you do all of that and then make it to the finish line, you're out of prison.
0: Can I sneak through though? Like if I'm sneaky enough,
1: I don't yeah. think that there is there a sneak the... component. So there so is out filmed? hunting. You're filming oh, yeah, the entire hunters. time. So right? they know where you're at.
0: So they know and, where you and, are at all times. And, yeah. Got it. Okay. So Wait, do the hunters
2: know me. where you are? Yeah, because they set ambushes up in specific areas oh, that are okay. that are useful for their skills. So they like guide you towards specific areas in the city, <laughs> and then have a great chance of uh, murdering you. Yeah,
1: I would definitely watch this. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. Are you kidding me? It's like Hunger Games, but it's just it's just guys who like you know committed murder or something like that being attacked by people who just. <laughs> Okay, similar, concept, similar concept similar concept right? Brian I will
2: let you get to your last one but similar concept because it is basically the same exact fucking thing gamer
1: mm, yeah I'd probably watch that too I mean it's just like watching people who are it's, really it's like good e-sports. at Fortnite yeah. yeah
2: it's esports but with live uh, yeah, but with
1: Gerard Butler and Terry Crews <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah death, death and, and, inmate. and the guy inmate. from
1: Dexter whose name I can never remember Michael yep. C. Hall I think um,
2: something like that.
1: Uh, love the
0: movie, but the concept it would just like if we're talking realistic it's up there. I mean, you're watching enslaving pretty, animals and making them shoot each other with elements Pretty
1: brutal. Um so yeah, definitely on board. Um cool. Brian, what was your last one?
0: Uh, my last one is, hold on, I just wrote it down. Um basketball.
1: I just watched this movie. Um it, I would not watch it. it looks pretty dumb. It doesn't look very fun. It's basically just watching people play horse. And I don't care. <laughs> or, like, shoot free throws. Like, I there's no, like... If
0: you're privy to their conversations, I think it would be fun. Because a lot of the game value is in their psych outs. If I remember right. Like, them yep. trying to get each other yeah. to
3: miss. So, I think, the I
0: think in the real world, the they would really... Yeah. They would really elevate that to, like... You know, you know, I don't know. Like, can you imagine like comedians out there just like ripping on people like while they're trying
1: to take shots? Like, that'd be hilarious. Oh, uh, so it's like a roast battle, but within a game component, I guess that you I, just I, said you just watched f- it.
0: It's exactly what it is. In the I,
1: I know, but it, like I'm saying, in like in our world, we like it's not athletes playing; it's it's comedians. We yeah, comedians Im- Im- well, like play. that would be the guy that I would hire to be the psych out right. guy.
2: If 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 you're gonna have a psych out defender, you're gonna want him to be someone who's witty. So, yeah, 100%. I can easily see that.
0: Oh, my God. Like, Shaq and Charles Barkley are known for just totally ripping on each other on air and, like, and being good buddies. I'm just picturing them being amazing at that. Just freaking hilarious <laughs> yeah. cracking jokes.
1: I could be down to watch, like, a couple of games. But I think it would be short-lived. You know what I mean? It would be one of those things that would be, like, kind of a novelty for a little while. They'd, they'd come in and make their money or whatever. But, um, you know, whatever. So... That being said, uh, Jeff, did you have any more? You guys want to talk about death more. race?
2: <laughs> I I had two more. I did not want to talk about death race. Okay, um,
1: well let me bring up death race real quick. Have you guys seen the original death race? It's called death race two thousand. Okay, death race two thousand is um, it's sort of like a cannonball run. It's like you go from one part of the country to the other part of the country in like a post-apocalyptic sort of dystopia, right? It's not post-apocalyptic, but it's definitely a dystopia. And the idea is your the racers as they're on this cross-country race are trying to run people down with their cars and kill them and they get po- extra points for killing people it's actually one of sylvester stallone's first movies he he plays like one of the bad guys or like the you know not the bad guys but you know the main um antagonist of the film um it's crazy uh, definitely would watch it if it was real <laughs> just kidding it's horrible. <laughs> it's a horrible concept, but... What do you mean Honestly, just You've said you socially acceptable, though? Things. If it was socially acceptable, though? Come on, guys. We'd Dude, all watch That is a hit by cars.
0: weak <laughs> shield
1: for you to cover I'm, you wanting I to just, watch some sadistically sick shit. I only started shit. saying it because you guys were like, I'd watch Pokemon. I mean, it's socially acceptable there. <laughs> like, that's why I brought it up. Anyway, Jeff, what was your last couple? Uh, yeah,
2: so... I was definitely I I enjoyed when I watched the movie Ender's Game. The concept of like the the Battle Academy that they had, like the games that they had the children compete in.
1: Mhm. Like an anti gravity first person team based first person shooter situation. Right. With um, with
2: an objective of scoring a ball into a hoop. Yeah. Super fun and like um, having the antagonist try and be qu- quick, and and witty and like smart and like having the odds stacked against super fun. Yeah. And I yeah, think that, that would sick. be super yeah. fun I, I
1: actually thought about this one too i think that that would be cool if there's like a professional league of it you know it could be really really uh interesting it'd be like but then again what's the difference between that and like professional paintball does anyone watch professional paintball because it's basically the same game uh, that's a good point um and uh, everyone thinks people who play paintball are lame right i i, I do um just kidding <laughs>
0: hey jeff um there was i'm out other than there was one book series i was trying to remember maybe i should have done this off air but basically the premise is like people in the world get like different powers like some people can like materialize things out of thin air some people have like the power of luck um things like that and there's like Uh, a sporting competition that takes place and there's kind of a really good description of it in the book. I was wondering if it was something that you would remember the title of the book. I could not figure it out for the life of me, but if not, don't spend too much time on it here. Obviously,
1: this is a book that you both read. You're sure that Jeff also read it.
0: Nope, but it was one that I had around the house back home. I thought maybe, maybe we'd get lucky here. Uh,
2: not nothing's coming to mind. Yeah. I can't think of anything uh, there. Yeah. I
0: might, might try to figure it out anyway.
2: Now I will say my, my final suggestion, uh, I don't know how, how valid it's going to be because I don't know what the rules are. But every time I watch the show and see this game played, it definitely makes me want to play. And it's True American from New Girl.
1: Yeah. I want to play that game hella bad. Uh, uh, I've looked up rules so many times. Like, I, want to, I, like, I want to drink that much beer. It's the only – I don't even like drinking games, but I'm like – That's like, the part. Just, like, just drink the beer. <laughs> 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 well, I do do that, but then everybody looks at me like I'm crazy because I just drank yeah. a 30-pack by myself. You know what I mean? So yeah. what's the, if uh, I have an excuse to do
0: it. What's the game what? they play in Hook, the book?
1: Yeah, Captain Hook, the wall game. The wall game. Yeah. There you go. Uh, that that game's ex- <laughs> fucked up <laughs> so, anyone want to I, I explain that what one, that is? It's just like I had this one you
2: know? I had this one on the list but like it's so hard to find rules for this game because it's there are like, rules
1: basically you get slammed into a wall and then you try to score a point the idea is <laughs> it's just a big
0: scrum it's just a big scrum with the right. ball and the, the whole idea is the, the, your part of the pile tries to push the pile to the other end and you have to like pin the ball in a certain way and I don't think there was much more to it
2: I think yeah so well there was a door at the other end once you got the ball against the then you had to turn around and throw the ball and hit the door Um, and if you successfully hit it then you win and they always put the weaker, younger team. They played against classes, so freshman versus sophomore versus juniors versus seniors. And they always had the seniors on the defensive because they were bigger and stronger. And Hook, being this crafty freshman, ended up winning his way up to the seniors and finally beating the first freshman class to ever defeat a team of seniors. I'm picturing,
0: uh, um, you know, Meaning a Life, Monty Python, where they're like, Talking in class, and he's like, "All right, you're on the rugby pitch this afternoon." <laughs> <laughs> They're just get <getting>
2: crushed. <laughs> um. The teacher strips one of the students. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> for, for context everybody we are talking about a book that was not very popular and i think not, only the three of us read it <laughs> that, was
2: called captain hook the adventures of a notorious youth by jv hart it's an entertaining book it's um,
1: it, we, one for some reason all three of us read it nobody else on the planet has ever read it yeah, it's i'm honestly about not captain even convinced
0: hook from peter pan and, and it's about captain hook's childhood at um eaton, eaton academy in england yeah. i believe correct Yep. Yeah, in, I in, honestly
1: yeah. wonder if this book even truly exists, or if we all just had a fever dream <laughs> and made it up. I don't even know if anyone on the planet is aware. I don't even think the guy who wrote it remembers that it existed. Um,
2: so back to True American. Uh, True for those American. of you that are not familiar with with New Girl, there's a drinking game that comes up throughout the seven seasons of the show. Um, it's all about American history and just has, like, it, they, the show does not have any rules. The only rule that they explain is that the floor is lava, and then outside of that, there is some other objective that they're trying to get through, or which they journey through American history. So constantly, as you watch the show, as they play the game, they'll just yell out moments from American history.
1: Ruth Bader Ginsburg, JFK! Yeah, just like so, they just say random names, or like, the Battle of Gettysburg! Oh, no, the Battle of Gettysburg! Get under the table! Get so, under the exactly. table! Yeah, There's just no rules.
0: Apparently... There are rules for this game posted online because one time when i was coming this is back in like 2015 or 16 i was coming back from like a spring break or something driving back to college and i was the last of my four roommates to um arrive back and the night before they had all been back and had been drinking at the apartment and and had decided to look up the rules of this game and they swore to me that they had played it all the way through and that it was a blast. And I had not seen the show, so I didn't really care at the time. But I I have since seen uh, not the whole show, but quite a few episodes and, you know, understand the concept. And I'm pretty convinced that that's bullshit, that they didn't actually get a successful game under their belt because they actively go out of their way to not explain the rules thoroughly. So I'm like, well, how could oh, you yeah. possibly know? So you have
1: – there are rules people have, like, gone through and, like, made up a version of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but you know i mean if you watch never, the show i don't have close enough friends to play this game <laughs> that's so I, I watched it comes down to I,
2: I watched the season finale and there's a point where they literally built a sled and had one of them like carrying them as a sled team across and it's like what the fuck <laughs> what are you what talking is this about game? yeah it doesn't make sense a, right and that's the entire point is like they just yell at one point one of them screams like manifest destiny and they all start scrambling yeah, like
1: <laughs> it doesn't make any sense um so anyway, yeah, that's the best one to watch for sure. <laughs> just watching a bunch of people get belligerently drunk and then just yell different terms of American history, I'm into it. Um, I don't know. Do we want to like definitively say which one we go around real quick and say definitively which one we would want to watch? I'll start. Uh, I think mine is pro er, pro yep. bending. I yep, really like that. It sounds really. Pro sick. bending's
2: up there for me as well. I would say number one. Brian, it checks all the boxes.
0: We're uh, we're making it socially acceptable to watch children murder each other and animals to fight. <laughs> just to be clear,
1: yeah, yeah, socially acceptable. Uh, and cars, I still cars choose, choose pro
0: bending. I just wanted to say those things out loud one more time to kind of highlight how horrible of a person you are.
1: <laughs> Wait, which one of us? You. You just said oh. that you would enjoy watching every one of those. You sick. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sensing a lot of hostility and judgment and you know what I reject it I reject it (laughs) um all right right. do we want to get into our recommendations or what we've been watching reading and listening to Jeff what about you what have you been up to
2: uh I am reading one of the final books of the Cosmere Elantris I am 400 pages into the 600 page book it's getting good um I am really liking it uh on top of that, I have a recommendation not only for the listeners at home, but also for Tyler and Brian. Uh, they'll probably remember about, I don't know, a year ago, nine months ago, when I told them about this brilliant animated show that was coming out called Invincible uh, and uh, got them both on the Invincible train and told them that this fantastic show was coming. Well, it's going to happen again. There's another animated show that has nothing to do with the world of Invincible. It instead has to do with the world of Dungeons & Dragons. Hmm. Uh, I
1: Fox have- Machina.
2: That's correct. So on Amazon, there is a new animated TV show called The Legends of Vox Machina. The concept behind this show is that uh, years ago, a group of voice actors got together and started playing Dungeons and Dragons and decided to film their sessions and put it on YouTube. And their sessions became so popular that they created a podcast, they created a studio, they did this whole thing. They finished their first season, jumped into a whole second season. Now they just started their third season. All with completely new cast or not all the complete new characters the whole entire cast of of six players or seven players uh constantly playing new characters anyway their second season became so popular that they decided to entertain the idea of animating their whole first season of of their dungeons and dragons campaign so they crowdfunded and literally broke the record for the fastest crowdfunded tv show ever or crowdfunded like project ever they overfunded by like three times what they had initially projected and that show has finally been released. The first three episodes are out on Amazon Prime now. Um, all of the characters uh, from the from the Dungeons Dragons campaign are all voice acted by the original voice actors who created them. Um, the animation is fantastic. It's adult themed, so it's nudity, it's it's cursing, it's gore. Um, it's got a good mix of humor and and fun. Brian, I know that you have a fix for D&D. Um, so I figured even though animation's not always your strong suit it's up there for for just great storytelling and it might just be the thing to get me back into uh hosting my own Dungeons and Dragons campaign that has been postponed for a little over a year now
1: uh just quickly want to say Vox Machina was also made into a comic book like a while back By uh, I'm pretty sure it's it's released through Dark Horse um but it's been around for a while I've I've read quite a bit of it it's it's pretty okay like for as far as a fantasy series goes um wasn't like the strongest but it's really popular i think it has like i don't, I don't even know like it's got like six spinoffs or something like that i'm i'm really not sure but people like it um it's like through is critical role the name of the mm-hmm. the team that does it
2: so Critical Role is the name for the group that all plays. That's like, right. their, like their company. And mm-hmm. they have different campaigns. And each campaign, the, the, the group has a name. So Vox Machina is the group of the campaign one. Um, uh, uh, the Mighty Nine is the group for campaign two. And I haven't been listening to campaign three, so I don't know what their new name is. Oh, do
1: you listen to the podcast?
2: I listen to... Almost everything of campaign two, I still have to catch up and I have to catch up. I haven't started, I started campaign one. I listened to the first like quarter of it, uh, which is what they're going to be covering for the contents of this show. I think it's going to be 12 episodes. <laughs> um, and then I haven't started campaign three yet until I finish campaign two.
1: Well, yeah, it's being highly, uh, advertised right now. People they are really trying to get people to watch it. So, um, maybe I'll check it out. Uh, I checked out Arcane on a whim and really liked it. So, um, it's a good one. Did you have anything else that you've been checking out?
2: Um, that, I think that's just about it. Uh, I've been playing Dark Souls 3 a lot lately. Um, I wish I had a PS5 so I could play Elden Ring when it comes out. Uh, also, Total War Warhammer 3 is coming out soon. Can't wait to play the, both of those. Um.
1: Huh, cool. Sounds good. Brian, what about you? Just reading your book and not doing anything else?
0: Got through a lot of it today uh, or this weekend on plane flights, um, but... Not going to touch on that one right now. Um, I watched 14 Peaks today, which is a mountain climbing documentary about a man who decided to climb the 14 mountains that are over 8,000 meters tall around uh, like in the world. Uh, But he's not the first one to do it. He's just the fastest to do it. He did it within seven months. The previous record had been seven years or something like that. So he just does this like crazy ambitious wow. uh you know goal and and you know anyway it's super entertaining documentary where you get to see a lot of really beautiful views, things like that. Um uh shows watching Peacemaker right now funny. I think it's just way uh really consistent, uh same vein as Suicide Squad obviously that it stems from. Uh I've I found it enjoying so far uh, that I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, so I'll, I'll be sticking with that one, um, and I'm sure we'll talk about that one more at length. Uh, and I did want to note: none of us have said a single thing about the Disney Plus series,
1: Bo- the Boba Fett series. I was kind of surprised that that
0: hasn't come up yet. I haven't watched. Well, I've it been myself, watching it,
1: and but... well, we haven't been on an episode all together in like four weeks. Uh, so um... anyway, if you've been watching it, maybe you can touch on on your turn. It's still my turn,
0: bro. So watch yourself. <laughs> I feel you creeping. Um, and then the last thing I was gonna say um is suddenly escaping me. Um Oh, uh, still just watching How I Met Your Father. Um you know, just more of the same in that next episode that just came out, so uh hoping that one picks up. But gonna stick with it through the first season at least.
1: Yeah. Okay. Is your turn over or what? Yep, now it's over. Okay. Um so um, I watched all of a series that I don't even think I liked called a discovery of witches all of season one. Sorry. It's on season three right now. The first season was free on Amazon. So I just put it on the other day while I was doing chores around the house and my wife was out of town and, uh, watched all of it. Um, stars Matthew good who plays Ozymandias from the Zack Snyder watchman movie. Um, and Teresa Palmer who, uh, Uh, she was in like i am number four i don't know super pretty australian woman um basically it takes place in a like in a world like similar to ours currently right where humans exist but there's also witches and vampires and what they call demons which are not like they're not like hell demons they're just some other sort of magical beings I i don't know it doesn't really explain what they what the difference is um i don't know man it it wasn't very good it was sort of like twilight and harry potter ma- mixed uh it was very like soap opera e romance stuff um i think it's similar to like that outlander show um it's kind of more based on the romance and then there's like a sci-fi fantasy situation going on with it um it was fine i probably won't watch the other two seasons but season one was fine um i have been watching book of boba fett jeff have you been keeping up with it
2: uh, I haven't. If you remember, uh, Boba Fett's introduction into the Mandalorian season two infuriated me to a. Uh, mm. uh, so I will I watch said the
0: show. About that like is if like I heard someone that didn't like it very much, and I was like, it must be because it's that episode expanded out into a full season. It's not that
1: good. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not liking it that much either. It's fine. I'm gonna give it a shot. I just wanted. to I'm gonna
2: binge it. I don't. I don't want to give a lot of energy each week to remembering to watch it. um so I'll, I'll binge it when it fin- when it finishes up, and we can talk about it then. One show. I'm sorry to interrupt, but uh, we need to f- talk about Wheel of Time. Mm, whenever it's not we can your turn, to shut it. the fuck up. It, uh, it is. It is finished. <laughs> You've had your uh, turn. Is, uh, <laughs> yeah, I um,
1: uh, <laughs> I just started rewatching that, or like go finishing that show. Um, so I have one episode left, and then, I, then it'll be done. Cool. Um, I got a week to watch it yeah we can talk about it next week uh i like it just fine uh just to start there um book of boba fett is fine i don't like it that much it's not like i like the mandalorian a lot this show is not doing it for me in the same way um i uh I don't know. But the most recent episode is the best episode, and it, it follows Din Djarin from The Mandalorian. It doesn't follow Boba Fett. <laughs> so I wonder why everyone thinks it's the best episode. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, it's fine. Um, otherwise, I haven't really been watching a lot. Uh, oh, I finished Archive 81. Brian, did you want to quickly touch on whatever questions you had on from the finale? You said um, that you had, like, some questions that didn't get answered. Do you want to quickly touch those? Or
0: Yeah, I'm dragging my brains. Uh, the one big one I had was why the redhead woman can see the camera when they're in the grocery store, and he's talking to what's-her-face and has the connection with her. And that's then the, a good point. The redhead woman comes in, and she's, like, looking around all creepy, like, as if she knows somebody's there. And then she looks right at the camera, stick her, sticks her arm through.
1: Then I just I didn't wonder really if that's... One of the dreams. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. But I wonder if that's one of the dreams that happened. You know what I mean? Because like he's having dreams where he's talking to her at that point. So maybe that's just one of his dreams. And he somehow connected with the redheaded woman in his dream as well. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. really know. Yeah, that it's one. Kinda was on it, a, I was like, is that, is, like a bit is that
0: chick like possessed, but it didn't end up coming to fruition. So I wasn't really sure what the deal was. But other than that, you can now see why it's funny when they're joking around about Calego being kind of just a nice guy, just wanting some company. (laughs) Like he doesn't do shit the whole time.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, he's barely even in there. It's pretty ridiculous. Um, Yeah. yeah, uh, You know, it, it was fine. I saw, I
0: saw a theory, uh, spoilers here um, where um, what's her face? Melody. So in that scene where they're in the other place, Melody is looking at um, the mirror and seeing Calego what's his face comes barreling into the room and Dan and doesn't even see him. And the theory is, is that Calego has like possessed her now and is like using her to get back into the normal world. And that's why she was seeing him in the mirror only. It was, she was seeing it through her own reflection and that Dan mm. wasn't noticing it because he's inside of her. So I thought that was kind of an interesting concept and like, and that that would mean that the, the other guy like grabbed her and pulled her back into the real world to get Caligo there mm. or some shit like that. Like, I thought that yeah. was kind of a cool, cool uh, theory. Yeah,
2: so. that would be a fun concept. What if we did fan theories, our favorite fan theories?
1: Have we not done that? I don't think so. Let's see. It's All right. Brainstorming for after the recording. Let's say uh, next week uh, we will be back discussing our favorite fan theories. <laughs> um, I'm actually okay with that. I don't care. I like uh, that topic yeah i'm barely invested in this podcast if i'm honest i don't know if you guys have noticed just kidding i like i like doing this with you guys but um sorry i'm gonna cut out that joke i don't like it it felt mean (laughs) Um, all right um i don't know does anyone have anything else they want to wrap up saying any last minute things notes Uh, news anything
2: I took some notes. Uh, apparently, when I hosted the podcast the week before last, I forgot to say some things, so I'm going to say them now. Tyler wants all of our fans to touch us and to come out and rate us. I, I think he means like physical attractiveness, ranks of one, two, and three. Um, I don't know. we're supposed to end our podcast by asking our fans to do things to us. Um, I wasn't sorry taking notes. Did you say I want people
1: to touch us?
2: Sorry. Maybe you meant get in touch with us. I don't know. I was barely listening.
1: Is that what I, Oh, I see. I get it. I was you like, it? I don't want anyone to touch me. Um, what uh, best ways to get in contact with us, find Jeffrey on the street, tell him your thoughts, whatever they happen to be. Um, if you can't find him, feel free to give us an, send us an email at cleverkidspodcast at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at cleverkidspod. Uh, rate us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts where, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, we really appreciate it if you do that uh, or just t- do the good old-fashioned thing and just tell a friend about us if you think we're funny or if you like what we say about movies or popular culture. Um, we appreciate that as well otherwise uh, we will be back next week maybe we'll be discussing fan theories maybe i'll just start asking random questions about pop culture and just off the top of my head and just expect my brothers to have fully formed opinions on them who knows yes um yeah. all right well thanks guys thanks bye. everybody
2: bye guys